pop culture questions only one podcast knows. Nerds that know. Rated R. The celestial boobies herself, Bobby, the cantankerous, backstabbing, heartless bastard tank, and your ever-lovable Smurf. We are the nerds that know we've been away. You've missed us, we know, because, well, we missed you, and we like to reciprocate. So, we're here to entertain. Bobby, take it away. What's that? Reciprocation is key. It is, because this is not just a take relationship. Oh, no, no, no. We like to give a lot. Just Probably say. more than is legal in some states. Texas is right out. We can't go there. We already know that. There's limitations. West Tank, Virginia. Was, well, he was acquitted. So, I mean, it's all right. If you know, But we just don't want to stress those, those lines. I weirdly know that they do have all a ban on dildos that are lifelike in nature in Texas. So that's probably accurate. Well, then it's a good thing I get most of mine through Bad Dragon. (laughs) We were talking about the tentacle uh, dildos the other day. It was such a weird conversation. And it was from friends that that don't know this group of friends. So coming from vanilla people, it's the strangest fucking thing you'll ever hear. So Bad Dragon has uh, become an official sponsor for uh, the Pet Play Palace. Pet oh, Pet that's Dragon. Nice. Uh, and so sent me a big box of toys. Um, like a treasure and, chest. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, I was like a kid at Christmas when I was opening this thing. Oh, so fantastic. literally, it's like Pandora's box. You just keep opening it up and shit just keeps coming out. A exactly. dick from another universe cool. just falls out. I was talking to their marketing director who I've worked with for years and he was like, okay, Bobby, what do you want? And I was like, you know what? Surprise me. And, and this is something ever. you do not say to uh, the guy who gives out the free stuff at Bad Dragon because there is one that is uh, about 50 inches in length, 48 inches in length, about yay big around and the tag on it is actually surprise me. It's about thirty pounds. That's... Uh, Jack Reacher couldn't even take that shit. All right, yeah, there's just right. no no way. Nope. So That's yeah, horrifying to be honest. And and it shoots come. Well, I mean, it better do a lot of things. I, I mean, big. I guess yeah. That, that it like, only like makes it comes sense. with like it came with like the white cum lube and a syringe. Because it has a tube going through it, and it actually ejaculates. When does it know it's done? <laughs> I think that's up to the the participants. <laughs> when there's blood? The, yeah. <laughs> when you're turned inside out, and it's some, like, some sort of freaky Halloween Simpsons thing. But, yeah, wow, okay. Um... So there's... There, there's what we've been doing. Uh, now the vanilla people aren't quite as scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
I've, I've been meaning to tell you for your birthday this year, it's going to be bed restraints and surprise me. Oh, he's, uh, you're getting a, a 50 inch rubber hard on apparently. It's funny because uh, the, the vanilla people that I was with, one kind of like quietly leaned over into the group. I hear they have tentacle dildos. And I'm like, sir, you don't say, oh, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should send them that. Like, yeah, yeah that's weird. Here's surprise. this. <laughs> Wait, I have a baggie full of their minis. So, you know. Yeah, I remember that. No, no, they sent me more. They sent you oh, my baggie? God, you didn't need more minis. You were like overran right? by minis. The, I, they almost ended up in my bridesmaids, like, thank you for being in the wedding gift bags. And then I decided I didn't want to part with them. It's like being overran by Lilliputian dildos. It's great. You know, just, I'm going to take the little Shira doll that Tank got me for Christmas, and I'm going to just put one of those on her and be That's, fabulous. That's right where I thought that was going to go. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, let's go ahead and, and jump straight into <laughs> what we've been missing other than, um, minis. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and start with the fact that the boys will not be coming to us until June of this year. That's um, fine. How, however, there is going to be an eight episode, eight episode spinoff. Um, of Diabolical uh, coming out on Amazon Prime, which is going to be uh, the Billy Butcher, basically. Uh, Carl Urban's going to be doing the voice. And so we're going to get that as kind of like our, hey, we're sorry, we're waiting an extra, you know, six months to give you what we asked, what we said we were going to. You know, they did, what, three different spinoffs from the boys' comic book series? So I honestly think this sounds more strategic and kind of like, hey, we were were actually kind of planning this. We're just kind of throwing it out and satisfying the the nerd herd. So I I think this is actually in their their plan. It's just a little sooner than they had expected. Well, and it's it's an animated one, so they've had to have been planning it for a while. Yeah. That animation stuff takes a long time. Yeah. I can so. only hope that it's like the same quality that we saw for Invincible, or that hopefully maybe even, you know, like Garth and the crew from the comic got involved with the cartoon. That would be kind of choice, I think. Well, um, we do know that yeah. Seth Rogen is still involved. So right. it's definitely yes. going to have that comedic, you know, approach to it. I, I don't think he's going to let that property out of his cold, dead hand. I think he no, no chance. Yeah. Right across the board, he gets he. Yeah, that's a that's a huge notch in his belt to have have been mm-hmm. you know part of the production for that. Yep. Yeah. And it's also so, bringing uh, Andy Samberg in, and Evan Goldberg is going to be involved, and mm-hmm. Aisha so, Tyler, Aquafina. Yeah. Oh my God, Aquafina. I. <laughs> I already, I already can hear the voice coming out of something like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll go like along the, the Batman, well, their version of the Batman Tech Knight storyline in there. 
<laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. I, I think it's hilarious. One of the uh, the direct quotes um, from uh, from a statement put out by Rogan and Goldberg is: "Ever since we saw the animated film, The Animatrix, uh, you know, uh, we've wanted to rip it off. Today, that dream has come true." Good for them. Because I mean, not all of the Animatrix was bad. No. Not so, all. I mean, it's supposed to be like eight stories. You know, as opposed eight. to like one mini series because it's eight right. episodes. No, it's so an, a bunch of an anthology series. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Sex, love, and robots. We'll see it. Yeah, uh, but that's supposed to be coming out next month. Yeah, they don't. I haven't seen a date for it yet, but it says March. So yeah. So all March we know is, is March. March is turning out to be a busy month. Very busy month. Mm. Yeah. All right, so something else that's coming out in March, um, which kind of caught me uh, by surprise, is a new rom-com with Sandra Bullock. But the reason we're talking about it is because it's not just Sandra Bullock in a rom-com. This is Sandra Bullock, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Brad Pitt, and Channing Tatum uh, in The Lost City. You know, so it's uh, you know, romance author, characters actually come to life, eccentric billionaire Daniel Radcliffe, you know, uh, swashbuckling hero Brad Pitt, empty-headed cover model Channing Tatum, you know, and this is coming out uh, March 25th. I, I've already seen this film. It's called Jewel of the Nile. Just saying. I'm pretty sure we've all already seen this film uh, in about a hundred different things. Mm-hmm. But it's it still looks I like think it's even Harrison Ford did this film. Anyway, go on. But <laughs> it still looks like it's going to be funny. It no, looks it funny. funny. And I, I want to see Sandra Bullock have a win. She hasn't had a decent film for, for, for quite a while. I think her last successful one was with Ryan Reynolds. Go figure. So yeah, was that the one in Canada? Yeah, yes. I think that was like her last decent one, right? Oh no, I guess there was the one with the 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 silence, the birds, the the mat. Uh, oh yeah, the, she did Bird Box. Yeah, that was box. actually really good. okay. Yeah, but that one was also that. um wasn't that one straight to Netflix? Yeah, that was a Netflix production, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is actually going to be released in theaters. All right. So, you know, I'll go see it. I just want to see Channing Tatum be like this bumbling fool. I just watched uh, Hateful Eight again the other night, and uh-huh. he's such he's such a diabolical villain in that in that film. And I really love really love that film. But it's just so funny to see Channing Tatum just you know calculating and and cool and just evil. Just mm, T Rex arms. Mm. <laughs> Where were we that we were doing uh, that Tink and uh, and Matt started doing? I got a big head and little arms. I think that was last weekend. No, not last yeah. weekend. Weekend before, I think. <laughs> what is it? Whenever the last time we did a, an episode with the the idiot goons, uh, you know, somebody mentioned T Rex and big head and little arms came up. Mm-hmm. Master, I don't think you thought this through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, talk about Trianatar. 
Thank you. Yep. So, okay. All right. So, uh, let's see. What else is going on? Um, in the world of Star Trek, uh, we've Patrick Stewart has confirmed that season three of Picard is going to be its final season. Which mm-hmm. I'm good with. I really, I don't want it to see it become Discovery because it's definitely outstayed its welcome. Because this last season, oof, duh. I'm just mm, not, not, not happy. But three seasons seems to fit. Let's tie and up then, all the loose that, ends. That'll, that'll tell the story. Yes. I think it tells it well. So, but you know. I, I, I'm, I love that we're going to see Brett Spiner's back. We got Whoopi Goldberg. We've got. Yes, I'm so uh, excited she's back. John DeLance playing Q, of course. I don't mm-hmm. not everything that I've heard. Um, Jordy's not back, and I saw pictures from a post. I think we get Frank's and Deanna back. I think we get um, right. The we do. We, we get both Franks uh, and, um, and and Deanna Troy. So yeah, uh, Jonathan Franks will be coming back as Riker, uh, uh, Marina Sturtis, Sturtis, whatever, uh, is coming back. So I mean, the the crew that we are getting is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're getting huge. Jerry Ryan, oh my God, Jerry Ryan is just looking amazing balls. Oh my God, right? I think she is part machine. She's a board. She's got to be. There's no way that woman can be that hot. Good God, good God, y'all. <laughs> mm. But I mean, how far do we want this to go? I mean, I think three just kind of caps it off. Perfectly. I mean, I think it really does. Yeah. You know, and, and there's apparently rumors uh, that they're in talk with LeVar Burton and Michael Dorn. They just haven't been confirmed yet. Do we want to see Worf back? Do we want to see Turtlehead? Eh. Eh. Discovery's messed up the Klingons so bad at this point. I really, I'm not, I'm not in the mood for, for any Klingons. Really, I'm not. Yeah, but I, I like Michael Dorn. Like, I don't need to see Worf again, but I do like Michael Dorn. You know, I mean, the the couple of times that I've talked to him, like, he's a good guy. I could see him coming back, even if it's just for, like, 30 seconds. You know, but it's also because I've been re-watching DS9, you know, and Jadzia just died. So maybe I want him to have a little something in his life. A little something-something? I just yeah. got, I mean, which he gets from Esri. Yes. I got tired of him getting his ass kicked all the time. I mean, it's it's like the running joke with Marvel. What do we need for a joke? We punch Loki. What do we need for a joke? We punch Worf. Oh, like, Worf is on the ground again. Ah. But that's really only in Next Gen. In DS9, he's he's much less of a, of a joke because you have, you know, Bashir and O'Brien. You know, and, and you have uh, the whole Ferengi, you know, race for your jokes. <laughs> the whole race. I mean, that is what they are. I mean, they I, I was going to say Quark, but then I was like, but there's Quark and there's Rom 
And then you have Zach. You know, I mean, really, like, Nog is even a joke for, for the vast majority. Like, the only Ferengi that you're like, yeah, badass, is Moogie. Yeah, but doesn't Moogie die? Spoilers? Is it too late for that? Sorry. I, I don't... Yeah, I don't think spoilers I, I, I qualify for something at, at this point when it's been <laughs> what, 20 Very years. True. Spoiler freeze up. <laughs> Deep Space Nine spoilers. Oh, right. Uh, I, I, and Brunt and the FCA. I think we should see other characters, though. I like that they brought in Voyager. I don't mm-hmm. care if they bring in What's-Her-Face from Orange is the New Black. I, I heard rumors that Chakotay, Chakotay, Chakotay was coming yeah. at some point, which would be weird because I don't think he's as as built as he once was. He's built a lot differently now. I mean, really, do we need anything else from Voyager? We have Seven of Nine. Everybody That's pretty else much on the just, show. You know. But I wouldn't mind seeing some DS9 characters. I wouldn't mind seeing... You know, Josiah come back. I wouldn't mind seeing Jake. Jake would actually be kind of cool. Jake would be a cool thing. To see him. Because, like, with his dad and what's going on, you know, did Cisco ever come back? And there's always that that hanging low fruit of having him come back. Because, you know, what what's happened with the Bajorans and the Kardashians? Wait, I'm sorry. Kardashians. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all the time. It's Easy right. to they do. Both lots, they've had a lot of plastic surgery. Lots of plastic surgery. Lots of injections. You know, shit coming where it shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> but I really think that we're missing opportunity with DSN. I would love to see a shapeshifter pop up. That's something we haven't seen in any of the other new shows, especially with Discovery. I figured we would have gotten a mm-hmm. shapeshifter at this point, but we haven't. Because that would be actually really cool to see the Dominion and all of them kind of cycle back through. But um, that's me just being creative and not recycling a bunch of other other bad ideas. But they're so focused on the, the Borg in Picard. Well, I don't know what they're going to be focused in on this one since, well, yeah, they are. Because they got the Queen and they got all of that. And again, right. that's kind of low-hanging fruit. It's like the first thing that they did with the movies. Okay, we've reestablished everything. Let's bring on the Borg. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> And there's the plane that's dropping them off. It's awesome. <laughs> he seems super excited about that. I did. That was just comic timing right there. That was just beautiful. I don't know. We'll see. I I just hope that we they expand it a little bit more. Lord knows what they've got in store for us. But well, I'm, mean, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm saying. Q, and, you know, to me, all of the Q episodes were always the, we don't know what the fuck we're going to do right now. You know what? Let's just throw Q in the mix. Damn it, Captain. I am not a merry man. <laughs> <coughs> Best line ever. No, and I like it. I'm, I'm happy to see Q come back. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. There, there's a bunch that's going to be happening. Um, speaking of Star Trek, uh, the Star Trek Starfleet Academy is now in development. Oh, and this is going to be happening on Paramount Plus. 
so um we'll see what what's going on there this is supposed to be you know all of the 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 undergoings and and goings on uh at the academy it's supposed to dovetail with the discovery spinoff of section 31 with michelle yao yes see i'm more excited about that than i am starfleet i don't give a shit i I, I really don't i just eh. you don't want to see you don't want to see training montages i don't i really don't i mean there I, i was happy that what did i was watching the other night that i got a montage out of oh it was uh book of boba book of boba we got it we got a montage Book of Boba montage was amazing. I love that. That was perfect. But I, I, I'm not missing montages in my life. I really am not. I'm okay with that. Though. Well, I mean, really, when they did the the newer, um, and, and it's not new anymore, Star Trek movies, you know, and they showed Kirk's time at the Academy, you know, and they actually showed the Kobayashi Maru and, you know, the, the bar fights and, you know, the the dorm rooms and all this other stuff. I'm like, you know, that's all I really need for the Academy. Yeah, you don't really need a show based on that. No. You know, I mean, and then... Let's do some wild shit. Do some wild um, shit, maybe. Yeah, well, and in Next Gen, you have the whole, you know, process of getting into the Academy following, you know, Shut Up, Wesley. Um, But, I mean, you you can't really act up in Academy because they throw your ass out. We've seen how rigid it is with a few episodes from Next Gen. We've seen how rigid it is in the movies. We just, we just, I, I don't. Uh, what if they do so, it like Porky's? They're gonna get thrown out. I mean, that's uh, we get one episode. But they act up. Okay, but if you're they get on away double, with it. yeah, double secret here, here. probation. <laughs> no, Dan Wilder at the Academy. Starfleet. Yeah, Van Wilder yeah. at the Academy. <laughs> no, I mean, the ones they need to focus on, Section 99 and um, and uh, the Christopher Pike stories. Those are the ones that I think we want to see. That's, that's for sure. Hashtag Christopher Pike all the way. I am actually writing hashtag Christopher Pike down on my little notepad. Huzzah. So we did uh, a, a live stream yesterday with the idiot goons tank and I did. And because we, you know, were, were cross streaming, I had it going on the nerds, the no platforms as well, which may, means I write down all of my hashtags and stuff. I'm going to go back into oh later. And, uh, Okay. <laughs> what I was going to say is when we got done recording, you know, Mark was looking over at my notepad and he's like, that's a lot of fucking hashtags. It's like half of these get cut off by the time I'm actually like putting the whole like shine on something to get you know ready to present it out. But, you know, it, it's just there's a lot on here already for today you know yesterday we were talking about chess boxing so obviously that's on the list i can see why <laughs> you know hashtag suck less 
is also on there. Yeah, that that, that, needs, that needs to be front and center. Suck less. At the entire world minus USA and Canada. Suck, suck <laughs> less. Yeah, we, we were discussing uh, women's hockey, and apparently there are people who are petitioning to have women's hockey ruled um, out as an Olympic sport. They're just because, haters. That's all they are. Because the U.S. and Canada are the only teams that are actually competitive. <laughs> you know what? What's that? They're a bunch of haters. Jamaica had a bobsled team. All yeah. you guys can fucking suck it. Yeah. And they won. All right? They did it for the boss man, eh? Oh, wait, that did not sound right. I'm sorry. No, don't do that. <laughs> nope. Hey, there's a white guy doing a Jamaican accent. Again. <laughs> Hashtag Smurf is sorry. And don't Smurf don't go in the show up. No, he's Smurf not. Never sorry. Smurf is not Smurf sorry. By his accents. He's not sorry. <laughs> he does what he does, and he does it proudly. That's right. There are no there are no apologies. Love no me or leave me, huh? No regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. What else have we got? All right, and we do love you, Smurf. Okay, I know. Um, what else is happening? Uh, da, da, da. We have a fuck ton of uh, book to screen adaptations happening this year. Yeah, twenty one um, to include. Uh, uh, Death on the Nile is getting a remake. Which that one you know, I want. I'm, okay. I'm okay with that because what they did with um, Death on the Orient Express and yeah. how they did that whole that cool. And, and um, Kenneth Branagh will be killed Carl again. Yes, and yeah. I like that Kenneth Branagh is coming back. I know this is his production company that are that are bringing back these Agatha Christie novels. And I, I'm excited to see it. I'm the cast is as stellar as Death on the um, Orient Express. Yeah, and we get Gal Gadot again. Ooh. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. can't say no to that. That's coming out Friday. I, I don't even care I don't who even the rest. Of, I know that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that one's coming out this week. That's coming out yep. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I don't even know who else is in it. Don't care. She was just zenith right there. Done. Tom I'm Bateman. Uh, and Rose Leslie are the other two starring names. Okay. That's a good cast. Yay. Good for so, them. I mean, like, I grew up reading Agatha Christie, you yes. know, because it was like my grandma had an entire shelf of just Agatha Christie novels. So, nope. uh, Miss Marple, you know, Hercule Perrault, all of this. Like, this is this is what I grew up reading, which makes mm-hmm. me happy. Uh, there's a bunch of other books that we're kind of going in. Eh, okay. Well, they're doing, I mean, they included the stuff on like Bridgerton, like they're doing uh, the Viscount. Yeah. Um, yeah. So season there. two, um, which is the Viscount who loved me, which and is book whatever. two of Bridgerton. There's a total of eight books in the original Bridgerton series. And then there's two spinoff series of the other families that are major players in the Bridgerton series. And I've read the first four Bridgerton books. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see that one. Just because, you know, I've read those. Um, and then there also Shadow and Bone Season 2 is included in that. So, Yep, Shadow and Bone Season 2. Um, so that one will be coming out. We have another couple of remakes. They're redoing Matilda. Yep. 
Uh, and Emma Thompson will actually be uh, one of the, the leads in this. This is not coming out until December. Uh, and they're actually going to be taking the Broadway musical and turning that into um, the movie. So. And then we're doing another Salem's Lot, which is in September. Mm-hmm. Which we knew was going to happen. As soon as I started tapping into the Stephen King stuff, we knew Salem's Lot was coming. Uh-huh. Maybe they do a good job with it. I mean, are people tired of vampires yet? It's not happening. <laughs> Salem, face it, Salem's Lot is not, is not, it's a good book. It's not a good movie. It It reads long it goes deep it doesn't make for a good film just 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 accept that none of the salem lot films have been worth a damn none of them just just there's so many other fucking like sell do that keevan stephen king novel do sell for me do something different just just leave salem's lot and his older shit alone if i see a remake of christine i swear to god i'm going to Stephen oh, King's house happening. and burning a Chevy on his fucking front yard. <laughs> that's probably going to happen. It better. I swear to God, just there's there's some things just it's fine the way it is. Leave it be. Just leave it. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> we talked about Sandra Bullock a little earlier. She does have another film coming out this year, and it'll be coming out uh, in July. This so just one. in time for Tank's birthday. And this yeah. is the Bullet Train. Uh, that one is Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt. That yeah. one is low key the one that I I think I'm going to enjoy out of these. It's a it's a assassin revenge story. Right. Are Brad Pitt hooking up. That's what you I'm know? wondering at this point. Maybe because they have at least two films coming out together this year. But yeah, Bullet Train is this? one of the um, the books that I have not read on this list. That I'm going, you know, I kind of want to read it before the film comes out. Or maybe I shouldn't read it first because then I'll like the movie better. Maybe. Yeah, it also has uh, Daisy Beats is in it. That one, though, I I like the assassin stories and they're taking it from a Kataro Asaka novel. So he's done some interesting stuff. So that should be good. Yeah, and so like I said, that one will be out uh, just in time for Tank's birthday in July of this year. So let's see. What else do we have on the list? Um, New Daredevil series uh, was officially announced by Marvel with Matt Murdock returning. Yeah, uh, we so all knew that was going to happen. Talk about that one a little. You said that uh, nobody's surprised. No, not at all. I mean, it we it, with the transition to uh, Elektra getting, you know, taking the mantle for a while there, we knew it was going to happen that they were going to bring Matt Burnock back. And it's going to be two separate comic books, but both of them interacting with Hell's Kitchen as Daredevil. So to be fair, though, the Elektra, the, the Daredevil woman without fear is the last two first two issues have been spectacular the the i can't remember the writer's name at the moment off the top of my head but um, well and they're bringing zadarsky back for the yeah. new murdoch one so so it's it i mean murdoch decided to serve out his prison sentence he's not leaving prison it's fine we knew it was coming but the surprise hit out of this is the woman without fear 
The art is spectacular. The story, the last two first two issues have been great. If you lucked out with the issue number one, you're sitting on something good. And issue two landed last week. So, and they're going to be bringing Kingpin back into Daredevil also. So, which is yeah, not you, a gotta, you gotta have Kingpin. You gotta have Bullseye. You gotta have um, uh, Typhoid Mary. I mean, they're just Probably. they're just musts. Yeah, they're just yeah. musts. But so, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be good. Zdarsky's done a good job with you know what they did to this point. So I'm assuming keeping it in his hands and letting him run with it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got a story. He's got a plan. He's totally Donny Cates and the shit out of it. So let him let him go. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and if you haven't picked up, it up, pick it up. Looking I mean, to see what that's what what that's going to look like. Yeah. So excited to see that. All right, uh, and then we have uh, Wizards of the Coast has had a change in their leadership. This just happened last week. Last week, yeah. Uh, or this article came out last week. Well, it was it was uh, a it was a decision that was kind of in the process. The CEO uh, died not long ago, and they mm-hmm. kind of just moved everybody up the line, basically, um, and then. Cynthia Williams, who has some history with Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Wizards of the Coast and uh, magic and, you know, in general, uh, she's taking over as the new head of mm-hmm. uh, WOTC. And it's not a surprise, actually, with especially with her background in um, like AAA gaming and digital media and stuff like that. They have had a heavy push especially with magic going into digital, the digital marketplace. So this seems like just, you know, seems like the plan that they've had for a while and it's just kind of taken action now. So not a big surprise, but good for them. I mean, they're, they're making money hand over fist. So. Hey, make that money. Yeah. Magic the Gathering. That makes me wonder if they're going to be doing, if they're going to be making more, um, like console experiences for Magic potentially. I mean, I like the what was the Planeswalker? Was that the the Xbox series that they had for Magic? And I actually it was kind of fun. So. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. It was it was a great unplug and just kind of desensitized from the day. Just play a game or two and just, you know, okay, I'm ready to go blow some shit up now. And you just, you know, you just stopped. You you finished the game. Oh, I just got my ass kicked. All right, I'm out. You know, it just was fun. It was easy. And and they, you know, and they they'll probably take do something in that vein. Uh they have arena on like on PC and all that stuff for the actual card game. So I I'm expecting something more towards the line of an ad- action adventure or an RPG style thing coming out of this what i would like to see and i i know it would be impossible and i know counterfeits would be abound how i wish you could scan your cards into your deck oh for arena yeah are you kidding yeah they make way too much money off of selling people packs (laughs) i i know and it sucks because they just they just pull you in you know well they still have content the dueling you know, books it's... still exists. Huh? Dueling books still exist, and they do 
have their you know the magic thing on there where they do all that stuff the reality is they need to incorporate that because they're going to start seeing people drop drop off very soon like uh even arena has had a pretty significant drop off recently so well you lose you lose interest i mean and i think that's probably what killed the ceo was you know free dlcs and you know that was it i mean he saw the drop numbers and he was out so you know it happens you get that tagged out on the dlc it's christopher walken and he's come he's like (laughs) hey look this guy he's just fucking dead and yeah dlc's put him in so i mean i get it (laughs) but you get bored right away i mean and i don't even know if it's even like playing planeswalker i don't know if it was just I hit my limit, my saturation point where I'm just like, okay, I'm bored. You know, I, I can't shuffle. I can't play with the dice. I can't talk to the fucker on the other side of the table whose ass I'm kicking. That's a problem. I want to talk some shit. And that's, but I can't do any of that. That's one I of the biggest problems with me. arena is that you can't do that. And people want to have that with dueling book. You can communicate. There's a chat system. There's all that stuff yes. that, you know, and that is one of the biggest problems with arena is there is almost zero human to human interaction. It's press a button, win the game. Yep. And then, yeah. and I can do other button math. I'll go play DuckTales. I'm yeah. going to go play some DuckTales and have more interaction with people than I will play in magic. Wow. That's mm. a sad table bears. And that is a sad <laughs> to have. Yeah. DuckTales. I'm going to, try and be hopeful that this change of structure a little bit is going to maybe brew some creativity up there. Hopefully that'd be good. I don't know. The video game side of it's been so weird. I mean, you had uh, blizzard launch the um, new year skins early for overwatch. Yeah. Um, some of the other systems are just kind of, man, they're just trudging through. There hasn't really been well, anything fun or anything that anyone's like really talking about for the last few well since the year since the beginning of the year it's been just kind of meh well pokemon's like the only one that's come up and even then i mean i I expect that from pokemon just because it's got such a in built-in fanship i mean you've got everybody that's involved in that and it's literally the it's the, the world's largest brand so yes but they're the most fickle because they'll be in for a while. They'll get their cards. They'll play for a bit. They'll check out. The next mm-hmm. set comes in. They all they're all back in. Yeah. They're worse than magic players. So to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, eh. That that's that's saying that's saying something. You're worse than a magic player. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I why mean, I don't even. That's why everyone's playing plays Pokemon Go now. anymore. Is that even a thing? Is Pokemon Go a yeah. thing? It yeah, is still actually, a thing, and there are still people who play it. There's actually, it's still got a large player base, and they're doing like a Valentine's event of some kind this week, I think. Well, they Aww. have community days, like what is it, once a month? Yeah, they do community well, days have- and all that stuff. So they, it yeah, still has a decent, like a yeah, it has a decent following. It's obviously nowhere near where it was four years ago, where it took the world by storm, and people were getting hit by cars and shit. So. <laughs> You know, where everybody's getting pulled over, asking to, you know, do a breathalyzer or whatever. They're like, why are you driving through this parking lot at 10 miles an hour at 3 in the morning? Trying to get my shiny magic card, damn it. I'm trying to catch the guy. 
My Snorlax fucked me up after I got hit by a bus. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag Snorlax fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just leave it? Hashtag Snorlax fucked me. Yes. Hashtag that would Snorlax. Be dangerous. Fucked me. He's a big boy. He's a big motherfucker. Oh, okay. Hold He's on. right up there with the tentacle dick. What? <laughs> Okay, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a giant Snorlax dick. It, it is could a giant, be a giant Snorlax, Snorlax dick. So, uh, my my fiance collects Pokemon stuff. So, okay. being the very loving uh, partner that I am, I got him yeah. sexy Magikarp. Yeah. Okay. And taking them out of the bags because I feel like you can see them better. Eh, come here. Sexy Bulbasaur. How oh, you gotta go, that? Sexy Bulbasaur. Come on, he's when a, he's a lovely, look at those little panties. Guy. Yeah, that's great. I love that. <laughs> so, you, know. you took it differently than I did. <laughs> you don't want to know where that radish is going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that's what fur it is for. Now we need to tell Toaster that. uh Surprise me is just a Snorlax penis. That'll be fabulous. It's pretty much all it. Snorlax is now a eunuch, and guess what you have? <laughs> oh, my we, what we else have we got? a friend that just absolutely loves, like, Snorlax is his favorite Pokemon, so we need to tell him right now <laughs> that that's, that's something that's that fantastic. So, um, that is... That is all that we have on the agenda just because, you know. Review. Oh, you have more? Book of oh, my Boba. God. There has been so much going on. So Netflix has been a bounty of fucking shows. Um, the the, the K-drama, zombie fucking dead in here alive. Oh, my God. 12 episodes of gruesome, intense horror that is a must-watch. It makes Squid Games look like a Tupperware party. This so show is freaking nuts! And there's so many, like, weird contortionists and, like, uh, remember, um, uh, 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 The Ring and Grudge? Yeah. With the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That person was stiff. That person needed to, like, limber up compared to what we've seen in this show. Oh, my God. Stretch. Hashtag stretch. Ah! Ah! Oh. I can't. I, can't. Ah! Oh. I haven't started watching that one yet. All of us are dead. That one, right? Yes. That's it. All of us are dead. Hashtag yes. all of us are dead is an absolute hit. 12 episodes. Beautiful, wonderful horror, K-drama. Just, ooh, you can just <laughs> sink your teeth in it. And it really... <laughs> And it, and it just starts out so fucked up, and it just keeps getting worse, just like Squid Games. But you start losing like the entire continent. It's great. Love loved it. I have to take a look at that one. Nice. All right. Well, we'll put the. Oh, uh, speaking of shows that were recommended um, via the the Nerds That Know channel, um, the fuck uh, did that did a Peacemaker. Oh my god. I love the hell out of that show so much. It's so good. It is so goofy and over the top. But it, it's it is such just a brilliant ridiculous. Story. We've been watching it 
John so, Cena is a comedic genius. Okay, let's not hold this all on Cena's shoulders. No, I'm going to put are. a lot of this. Oh. I'm going to put a lot of this on Gun. Oh, yeah. Gun wrote it. Gun's directing it. Gun's doing the music. However, I kind of this is when I watch Peacemaker. This is kind of how I envision Cena in real life. I can I can see. <laughs> uh, I don't think this is a far stretch from who Cena really is, man. I'm telling you. The real Cena is coming out. I think his dad might be offended if you... him sing into the Hitachi. Oh, my God. Dude, he dancing like around in his wh- tiny whiteies. I love it. Oh, my it. God. Ray, so I didn't want to... singing into the vibrator, and it's fabulous. Yeah. I did not want to like this show. I did not want to get invested in this show. I refused. I fought, and I watched three the first three episodes that landed. Motherfuckers! Yeah, I, 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 I'm in. I'm in. It's I even. Fantastic. I can even do the dance. Oh, I mean, I'm totally. Beginning. Yeah. Oh, oh no! See that—that that is a TikTok I want to see. Oh my god! I'll even. I'll yeah. even wear. I don't. I don't. I don't own tidy whiteies. I'll even wear my underwear and do the Robert Hatch pelvic thrust with the hands down by his waist. I have no idea what the fuck that means. I mean, and I'm a kid from the 80s, and I don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm like, what? what is this? I don't even think Duran Duran was that detached from reality. I don't know what the fuck. What is that? Anyway, the opening music number, love it or hate it, it's a total earworm. Oh, it is. Yeah, they, one of the comments that we have right now is uh, the intro to Peacemaker is fantastic fun. Oh, it is. It is. It's ridiculous and it's hilarious. And, and I, I thought dance it. number, yeah, dude. And the blonde, the blonde, I think, um, is Gun's girlfriend, or she's like romantically involved with Gun. Oh, is that? Is it? I am. Okay. Yes. Well, she's uh, a I've badass. Still, she's a total badass, and I love when she comes out and she does her like her muscle poses. Like Jesus Christ, that woman's got some guns on her. <laughs> That one was uh, uh, pun intended. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I and eagle, who who gets a bear hug from a bald eagle? I, I mean, know. only James Gunn would think of this shit. Only Gunn would think of this shit. Well, the whole story, the whole storyline with the butterflies, is just absurd. But it's it's hilarious and funny, and they keep you drawn into it. I am, then, I am totally hooked. And it's weirdly endearing, you know. It, it it does have its heartfelt things where you're like, God, you know, poor bastard having to deal with that his whole life. Now, the one mistake that I think that they have made so far hmm. is vigilante. Oh, I love vigilante. now. Hear me out. I love vigilante, but hmm. I think they made the mistake of taking his mask off because I think it would have been much better, much better joke if they just he had a threesome with freaking peacemaker and he still had the mask on and i'm like oh this is beautiful if they yeah. keep his mask on through everything and we have no i mean of course we knew who he was but the mask staying on would have just made it that much better because he's just kind of like poor man. yeah he's the poor man's deadpool he's oh, yeah. he's, he's a sarcastic same Psychotic. kind of fight level. Yeah. yeah but if they would have just kept the mask on i think that would have been the better running gag than, than what they've done. Cut my fucking I don't, I don't off. want to. I don't want to have any sympathy for vigilante. The man's a psychopath. Come on, I'm not supposed well, to care about that guy. I just love that he cut my fucking toe off. It's only half your toe. Stop bitching. 
<laughs> I'm going to fall over. I, I love, what is it? Is it the first episode or the second episode where he's listening to all of his voicemails? He's like, hey, B, hey, P, it's V. The first episode when he gets to his trailer. <laughs> yeah, the trailer. How the fuck is his trailer still there after he's been in prison all of this time? I mean, there's just there's just so many things in the show. It's it's really it's very entertaining. And the shots that they take at the DC characters. Oh, I mean, man. Aquaman, Superman, Batman. I mean, it's the Easter pussy. eggs in the background. Yeah. I mean, Aquaman fucks fish. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman fucks fish. What? I, I heard it somewhere. I heard it on the internet. I heard it on the internet. Yeah, we get around and like a bunch of villains. We talk about like bullshit stuff. And yeah, we know we know Aquaman's fucking fish. Yeah, you know it. Another comment we have on here is uh, Peacemaker's dad is such an asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, because he's White Dragon. I mean, he's a complete douchebag piece of shit racist. Like, that's who he is. Oh, that's yeah. the character. I love the helmet. What does that helmet do? That one gives you scabies. Why would you make a helmet that gives you scabies? <laughs> the other, the other show. Now we don't want to ruin Peacemaker. It's on on Thursday nights. Yeah. Um. But the other show on the Amazon side is Reacher and Holy Balls. I mean, if Jack Reacher can do it, I can do it too. I mean, this show is great. <laughs> I love the shit out of that show. I haven't and there's only the eight episodes. It's it's great. So the movie that Tom Cruise did with Reacher, um, yeah. it, it's on a series of books, and there's like twenty some books in the series. It's, you know a Tom Cruise movie? No, I don't it's know. Jack I know because well, he's in it, so I won't go see it. I won't okay. mistakenly walk into a Tom Cruise film because then I just wasted twelve, twenty fucking dollars to see a film I'm not going to see. So uh, the guy that played Hawk of Hawk and Dove and Titans is Jack Reacher. He's six foot, what, six, six, seven? Yeah, Tad. (laughs) He was also Tad. Yes, man, it's huge. He is a giant. Holy shit. He's got women falling from the sky for for his feet. This this, this man's an Adonis. Well, and he's Chris Helmsworth is like, goddamn. He was a he was a theater dude, like classically yes. trained theater guy. Oh well, see and, that makes me love him right now. And he can he can dance his ass off, but he is a action just action starter, just yes. from the top he to is, bottom. Keep an eye on this guy. He was Raphael in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's he is someone to keep an eye on. He's also done like Hawaii Five O. He's also he's he's done the circuit stuff. Keep he's an eye on Blue this Mountain guy. State. He's great. Huh? He was in Blue Mountain State. He was in Blue Mountain State. He was the so, best character in Blue Mountain State because he was a got, psycho douche. <laughs> but you gotta moron. watch Reacher. Yeah. Reacher is so freaking good. Just falls out. Just Alright, that's I'm all I glad. glad they're giving doing it justice. I'll have to watch that one too. Well, and he fits right. the character from the description in the books, which is which is nice. Instead of Tom Cruise's five foot nothing, you get this guy who's actually the same height as the character. Imagine that. Just say it. Okay, uh, TV shows. Uh, Boba Fett. Boba, yes. We have not, Which... not touched on that in a little while. Why can't he have both? 
Why is Luke being a dick? Hashtag yeah. Luke being a dick. What yeah. the fuck? You pissing yeah. me off, Skywalker. But what it's the good. Hell? It, 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 it's good, though, because it kind of it does give you some information about what, what may have gone wrong leading into the um, the hell was that? Uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, like oh, they're yeah. giving you information of like, because you're seeing them build the fortress. The Academy. The Jedi Academy. And they're seeing all that stuff happening. You're like, well, this is his true first student then. So what, what went wrong? He's Maybe. an asshole. That's what went wrong. Huh. Well, and there's a lot of fan theories <clears throat> out there. One of which in Rise of Skywalker, the grave that Skywalker is standing over is supposedly Grogu, which is very interesting. That's disheartening. And that's disheartening and a very poignant um, fact, but we don't know that for sure. But there's just so many things with the Jedi Academy that just we don't know yet. And and uh, I don't know. I, I'm hoping Luke kind of joins in in this fight that we're going to see for the final episode uh, tomorrow. Oh, that's and gonna be wild. Yeah, we get some we get some interesting answers. But Book of Boba at this point, I'm I'm I wasn't happy until Mandalorian showed up. Otherwise, this has been kind of a a slow, boring burn that Boba didn't kill anybody and is talking way the fuck too much. Just just no. This is not Boba Fett. Well, ah. hopefully, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping that tomorrow's episode will kind of you'll finally get that the dark part of him, the the crime lord, finally kick in because he's going to yeah, have to take on. He's trying so hard to be a politician. Yeah, and he's going to have to take on Cad Bane, which is that. awesome. Yeah. Now, if Although, this is correct, hmm. what? Go ahead. So if this is correct and memory serves, Cad Bane is the one that put the dent in Boba Fett's helmet. That's what so the story is. I, yeah. I'm curious if they're going to keep with canon in this and they, they explain Cad Bane putting the dent in Boba's helmet because that would be... Re- I mean, Filoni and, and, and Favreau have done some really great deep cuts with all of these characters. Mm-hmm. So... I'm 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 excited to see what they do for the final episode. And you, you're not wrong though. Like I haven't been as disappointed, and I, I I like that they're kind of doing a slow build at the beginning. Yes, there's way too much talking, but it's sad when the best part so far has been the two episodes that basically have nothing to do with Boba Fett. Pretty uh, much. We just posted on our page um, a. Uh, a, a meme it's like you know uh making a guest appearance in book of boba fett boba fett yeah well i mean it's real like he was in for what a grand total of two minutes on the last two episodes yeah like you know and would... after seeing the vespa rangers i was happy with that yeah <laughs> okay go go vespa rangers going back to to grogu and, and luke being a dick uh, how was that chainmail going to fit over that little child's head? You gotta put over one ear and then go over the other. Yeah, come on, it's, it's Beskar armor. It'll fit. Yes, shrink to fit. What the interesting part is—is is it going to grow with him? Because I'm assuming he's going to get bigger at some mm-hmm. point. Well, yeah. Yoda's <laughs> height, I would assume. 
you know, that that's at least another, you know. Oh, Veskar is stretchy. Thank you. Supposedly. Shrink to fit, baby. I'm yeah. telling you. It Supposedly. breathes. It's it's a breathable alloy. Um, breathable I really, what I really liked about this, though, was we saw the the purge happening from his oh. eyes. That, yeah. was, that uh, I think, that was the most impactful moment of, like, the entire series. That one right there was just like, God damn. I mean, I was just, I don't, we don't even care who the Jedi were that we just saw got wiped out. It was just, and how did three troopers take out four Jedis? What the hell? Whatever. Yeah. Just so like, oh, oh. So any minute now, R2 must come around the corner, scoop up Grogu, and roll out the back door. Well, some, I, yeah, we, I, I'm. I'm wondering if we will find that out finally of what happened or if they're going to wait and give us that when Mandalorian comes season back. three I, comes up. I'm not going to, I'm going to bet that's, that's a Mandalorian episode. I really yeah. think he's going to get his memory. He'll start talking and we'll see that. I think in Mandalorian we'll finally get answers gonna... to what exactly happened to him and why he's so scarred emotionally at this point. Well, I think we'll get the, the <clears throat> answer behind his choice. I'm going to bet you he chooses, of course, the armor. Yeah. Luke's going to bring him back to Mando. Um, we'll get the battle on the battle for Tatooine again, and um, then it's on to Mandalorian. So yeah, I think that that's a set for the future. I think so too. I think Grogu seems so disinterested in being a Jedi. He doesn't. He, well, he, I, all I he think... has is fear in it. He doesn't see anything, and he wants to have that human connect. Or well, I guess can't say human, but. That emotional connection with Mando. Well, and we saw because he he saw the Jedi mowed down. He saw he saw them taken out, and Mando hasn't been taken out. Mando has proven the Jedi mm-hmm. way is is not the right way, or at least he not saw the only way. When Grogu well, is going to end up with the dark saber, I mean that's got to happen. He can't even hold the damn thing. What's he going <laughs> to do? Bite it. <laughs> but what they say, but you know what the whole thing is, is that it's not a matter of strength; it's a matter of will. With the dark saber, he's he still has to put his hand around the fucking thing. It's, it's his hand is not even as big as my finger. It's a little little thing. I'm not saying right away. I'm saying I think that's what the end result is going to be because he's going to be the true connection between uh, Jedi and Mandalorian again because he's a foundling and a Padawan. Because what I can see, I, I, I kind of go with you on your theory, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to it. Hmm. I think Grogu is going to train Mando how to use it. I think Grogu is going to break through his, okay, his limitation, mm-hmm. and he's going to teach Mando how to use it. Like, all of a sudden, Grogu's going to, like, have this epiphany, this breakthrough after seeing everyone wiped out. Luke put it to him, you know, you, we can be the, a Jedi, and you know this way. You saw everyone wiped out. We can have Mando. I think the worlds merge, and he shows Mando how to use the sword. That's a possibility too. Yeah, I don't think he's going to either that or Ahsoka. Yeah, no, because we're going to get the Ahsoka. I think I don't understand why they had her in that. We know that she had basically nothing to do with it. I think that was just a hey, remember everybody, this is still coming. It's like we know that's unnecessary. I think she was completely unnecessary part of the story right there. Uh, She's got a story to tell, and we're going to see that. I think it was a perfect point to the story. Let me tell you why. Because it connected him with Vader in a way that we had never seen before. 
and it opened up like so many things for her. So I think this, if anything, even sets a bigger stage for the Ahsoka character because it came. This is literally her coming full circle. And, oh, and yeah, seeing, and interacting with Luke, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it did, and I was like you, like this was fucking pointless, and it wasn't until later, and I thought about it, and I'm like, holy fuck, this was actually a stroke of genius to have her interact with her 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 master's son, who is now a master. I mean, just this whole full circle mind fuck that Favreau and Filoni just put us through, and it was subtle, and that was the best part about it. It was so subtle. You and I didn't catch it right away. And, mm, and it's just yeah, like... It, subtle it's mind fuck. Yes! It was the Vulcan subtle mind fuck that Tank and I... Vulcan mind got. fuck. Yes, the subtle mind... Vulcan mind fuck. It's an ancient, ancient Chinese secret. So what happens is... <laughs> if it's Star Wars, I think it's Japanese, technically. It's Japanese, you're right. You get three <laughs> fingers instead of two. And what ends up <laughs> But I think this is perfect. This is a great setup and everything has like this full circle closure, but reimagining and, and opening to to like wow, okay, that was trippy. That was great. But I was like you at first. I was like, this is bullshit. Why the yeah. fuck? Who cares? And I thought about it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll go from that perspective then. Maybe it had a deeper emotional impact than I was feeling. Go back, go back and watch that, and and just listen to the dialogue between the two of them. Because when she starts talking about your father, mm-hmm. it takes a minute, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh fuck, mm-hmm. yeah, that, oh, oh, oh," and it just it just basically like an onion, just boom. It's great. Mm-hmm. Just watch that dialogue again. Just saying, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. I've had lots of wine. It's okay. You may have started with wine, but I've been noticing that that's a vodka cran you're sipping on. I ran out of wine bottles. I was really annoyed. <laughs> I have some. <laughs> Show up. Yeah. I don't want to go all the way down to the wine little, cellar. Little, little cabinet. Then there's more in the in the mini fridge that's just for. Yo, beer and cider. Yeah, my wine cellar's way the fuck downstairs. I don't want to go that far. I know. (laughs) We need to get you a mini fridge for that room. I've got one, but I don't want to lug it up the stairs. It's like got zone cooling. It's great. I love that. See? Schmancy. All right. Well, now that's actually everything that we have on the list. I believe so. That is everything. Oh no! My thing is shutting down. I love you all. Run fast, drink hard, and love us and share us and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Bye, Smurf. Drink hard. Oh my god. And on that note, we'll see y'all next time. <laughs> oh my god. Follow us on all of our socials. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.